this digital market. Welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. This is another bonus episode with Mark DeGrasse and Mandy McEwen. This was another conversation we recorded live at TNC, and these conversations are, are so relevant that we thought it was important to get this out sooner than later, so that's why we have some of these bonus episodes. And so Mandy and Mark talk about a subject that we've been trying to get a guest on, an expert on for quite a while, and that's LinkedIn, because it is a buzzing and growing platform that is getting more and more attention every day. And so we really wanted to bring you someone who could get you going on this platform that can really make a difference for your business. But one quick thing, after Mandy's interview with Mark, don't leave because we recorded a lightning round with her where she gives some really cool answers and some really great insights and that's with me. So make sure you stick around and you'll hear that right after the interview with Mark. Hey, DM listeners, did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader, and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. This is Mark DeGrasse and the Digital Marketer Podcast. Today we have Mandy, who is an expert at many things that we'll talk about today. Awesome. Welcome, Mandy. Thanks for having me, Mark. Thank you for coming. So you gave your talk at TNC. I did. How'd it go? It went awesome, so I hear. I had loads of people, and apparently I crushed it and got, I keep getting random people coming up to me and saying how great I did, so I'm going to take that as oh, yeah, a positive Oh, yeah. That's a win. You know? If everybody's ignoring you, then. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> then you know. Way to go. <laughs> that's awesome. So that was about LinkedIn, right? It was, indeed, yep. So in that subject, what got you into specifically kind of specializing in LinkedIn? Yeah, loaded question. <laughs> trying to keep it short. So always have used, obviously, every social channel. LinkedIn I've been using really since I started my business back in 2010. Oh. And I found a lot of success with it, so much so that I wanted to teach other people how to do it. So other agencies and consultants. In 2017, I had a couple courses on LinkedIn that did well and helped a lot of consultants and agency owners get a lot of results on LinkedIn. But I was, you know, typical entrepreneur ADD, right? Mm. Like I had my hands in everything. Yeah. And so I was just going all over the place, doing courses and doing this, doing that. So long story short, finally, I would say in the last 18 months or so, it was like, oh, really? let's really hone in just like focusing mainly on LinkedIn. So. I've collaborated with LinkedIn's own marketing team for the last several years, so I've been on their live events, hosted you know webinars for them, contributed to their blogs, and so I'm kind of already like I was kind of already known as like the LinkedIn girl anyway, right? And we did it, but we didn't like focus on it a ton. We were doing everything else under yeah. the sun too, right? Content and PPC, and I mean literally every digital marketing service. And so we were really good at it, and there was there's a huge need for it. There's not enough people that do what we do in the way that we do it. You know, there's marketers that blast the hell out of you know messages on LinkedIn and use automation, but there's not a lot of people doing it the right way mm -hmm. and so i saw a huge need in the bdb market and then COVID hit and i saw an even bigger need and i was like we got to go all in on this right and so it was really after 
Rona made its appearance. <laughs> yes, destroyed everything. Was, right, exactly. <laughs> that I was like, let's go all in on this because it's needed. It's a booming right now. B2B tech isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Many industries is booming during this or that, you know, so that's our target market is B2B tech. Oh, super LinkedIn. cool. And so we created a specific brand to kind of not confuse people. So mm-hmm. we have Mod Girl, which has literally done everything under the sun marketing wise. And then we created Luminetics earlier this year, which is very hyper-focused on our LinkedIn services for enterprises. Oh, it's fantastic. So in terms of social media platforms, what makes LinkedIn special? Well, number one, it's like the only main B2B, right? Network. And it is different because there isn't like toxic, you know, Mm -hmm. waste field of political and nonsense. Just, you know what I mean? It's really the only social media network that kind of feels safe in a way, right? And it's all B2B professionals. Like if you are targeting B2B, that's where they are. Decision makers Mm -hmm. are there, you know? It is a very welcoming place for anyone who who is trying to get into more content marketing and building a personal brand, unlike some other social media networks where, you know, you got haters, right? Like most people that are active on LinkedIn are nice humans that are encouraging and and will, you know, they'll say nice things. They're not gonna be rude and and talk smack. What's the point? Right, exactly. So. I just like the community there. I mean, the people are great. And again, it's where it's the number one channel. Like in my speech today, I was like, if you haven't been convinced yet, here are the stats. You know, there's 160, you know, 750 million users and 161 million are senior level inverts, right? Like there's just, that's where people are, yeah. period. You know, and it's only boomed from the pandemic because we all found ourselves working from home, yeah. including people that were not used to working from home, right? And so they're on LinkedIn more. Like it's where people go to get their news and to get their industry trends and updates. And there's so many people that we've met that are like, I deleted my Facebook. Like I won't even log into Facebook anymore, but I log into LinkedIn every day. I get that. You know? Yeah, I get that all the That's time. That's the dream is deleting your Facebook account. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I could never. I've got no. too much business on Facebook and I can't just get rid of it. But, you know, kudos, props to those who do. So that's kind of why I think it's a place to be. No, it's, I, no I, I could totally see that. And just from, yeah, that maturity standpoint on LinkedIn is fantastic. You don't have to worry about the haters. I like the connection with the companies as well, where yes. it's, you know, sometimes I'll be researching people and I'll go to their LinkedIn page because it has all the info versus you know, Facebook or even their websites don't have as much info on there. Yeah, for sure. And then if you're using it for for biz dev, there's nothing better than Sales Navigator to get in front of your target audience and build lists of highly targeted accounts of companies and also individuals. I mean, there's no other social media network that literally lets you get that specific in the search Mm -hmm. parameters to find your ideal client and even like down to who is active on LinkedIn, right? Just post Mm -hmm. on Saturday. So there's just so many business developments, strategies with LinkedIn that you literally cannot do on any other social media network. That's so true. Well, and especially with the content, I come from content marketing, so I'm all about articles Mm -hmm. and building up up those databases. And it's the only platform where I actually like the article posting system. Yeah. Do you recommend that? That's so funny you even brought that up. (laughs) Do you hate them? Actually, (laughs) now that you brought it up, so it's funny because today when I talked about this, I went through all the content types and I left out articles specifically. (laughs) And I meant to comment, by the way, so now I will say this since I totally forgot. Articles, no bueno anymore. On oh, no. It's... Because the reach is so bad. But they're great. I love them for like evergreen content because they stay up on your profile. So I'm a big fan of using them. You know, I like repurposing them. So from yeah. the blog post. So what we do is like post on the blog first, like on your company blog. And then you can post the full thing and say originally posted on mm-hmm. and it helps SEO, et cetera, et cetera. So don't expect a lot of views on them. Yeah, no, it's... They're good every now and then, but I wouldn't focus on them. 
Well, it's funny because we call them pillar pieces. Yes, because, totally. Yeah, it, it actually drives the rest of the content generation. Like, yes. okay, here's the article. We did these stats, and so then we'll post the stats, and then these bullet lists that we can make carousel for and yes. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So what do you recommend <laughs> that you do on LinkedIn? I'll go, I'll repeat what I said today. So polls, polls are crushing it right now. I mean, the algorithm loves them. People love them. I made a comment. I had a Krispy Kreme vaccine poll earlier this year. And I was like, if you want to get people riled up, talk about donuts and vaccines, but be prepared for some crazy yeah. conversation. God, people were heated. So polls are crushing it. The carousel posts do really well too. So you mm. upload a PDF and people can just like swipe through, oh, you know, cool. uh, the algorithm loves those too. And then video i mean i'm a huge fan of video I'm leveraging linkedin for video because the views aren't the greatest uh, and it's it's weird because i get the most customers and feedback from people from my videos but if you were to look at my stats of all my linkedin posts videos look like they perform the yeah. worst but they actually perform the best and so that's another thing too i was telling people like you can't base it solely off vanity metrics yeah. you know because there's certain brand building aspects like you can't get any more personal than video. I mean, that's how you get people to know, like, and trust you and build that connection, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm a huge fan of video. I go LinkedIn Live, live oh, on LinkedIn. Cool. Once a month, I have a show called Ambitious Outcomes where nice. I just hop on. I've been doing it for a year and a half now. I was going weekly. I switched it to monthly. And so I just talk about all things LinkedIn, give people tips, and I interview experts as well. So that's I love fantastic. the video side of LinkedIn. And then what I do is I take clips from my LinkedIn Live and then 30 second to 96 second clips and then i post them on my linkedin oh super cool so, repurpose yes repurpose a lot of people make it yeah so complicated and you're like you have tons of content you, you just loads of content you know do a new picture right <laughs> exactly it's brand new then don't overthink it uh, so what's your opinion of the auto replies and that kind of stuff because personally yeah personally it's like i know it's an automation and yeah. then it's like i will i will just not read it <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad you asked that. It's funny because I wanted to talk about that too, you know, limited today on my time, but automation was working great back in like 2017, right? And before, and that's when I had my course. Actually, I have an entire LinkedIn course on oh, like how to use duck soup, right? <laughs> and don't go and buy it, by the way. <laughs> when I was listening, it's outdated. It's And it still works, right? Automation, but it doesn't in the way that you need it to work. Mm. And I will explain that. So A, LinkedIn is smart now and they're catching on to automation. So it's a little bit dangerous, but you can still fly under the radar if you keep your connection, you know, send like 30 a day or something. But the problem is, just like what you said, it's so obvious when it's automated. And so my whole thing is like to engage with people and get people knowing who you are mm -hmm. and on your radar and actually accepting your connection request, you have to send a custom message, yeah. you know? And my process is like engage with their content first, wait a few days, then send a custom connection request and mention their great content. And they're most likely gonna accept it because you're helping them, A, you're tooting their horn. Yeah and you read their profile and their content you know you can't do that with automation so it's like a numbers game you know that's what i was telling people when they were asking me after the fact like what about automation and i'm like i mean you're gonna get way less response rate and it's yeah. obvious so i was talking to jonathan sprinkles a speaker earlier and he's showing me on his phone he's like i deliberately put my name in caps on linkedin so i know every time someone uses an automated bot uh. because it's like hey jonathan and it's all in caps and he's like then i'm like bot yep. bot automate nope 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 and he just goes through i'm like that's really that's smart, smart. I'm gonna use you know that <laughs> yeah and so it's just so obvious how when you use it and it's just so impersonal and honestly it doesn't work i mean it works, but not to a very small degree. Like, yeah. again, it's a numbers game. So you're going to get some people accepting, of course. But this is why I was telling people, like, let's say you have a list of, like, 50 dream people you want to connect with, dream clients, and you use automation. Only a small percentage are going to accept that. What if you had one person there, you're like, I really want to connect with them. 
and they would have if you would have taken five minutes five seconds, or five like, seconds. Yeah. Let's five minutes to do the whole process that I said, commenting, waiting mm. a few days and sending. That might be five minutes tops five seconds to send a custom request yeah. and they would accept it and then bam you have a new client but if you didn't do that and they notice it's automation then they're like sorry peace out no yeah and so it's not worth it to me and so it's like slow things down to speed up your outcome like you're gonna get far greater results if you slow things down and customize mm. it versus automation you know no and i actually try yeah, right. Put forth some freaking yeah. you know uh, and that's something i showed too i showed today i had this uh screenshot of a guy and he's like, wow, you're the MVP. You actually read my profile. You're the first person in a few thousand requests that's even mentioned anything on my profile. And I get messages like that all the time, all the time. And it's so sad. I'm like, how am I the only one taking 10 seconds to go to someone's profile and call something out? Like, this isn't right, but awesome for me because I'm standing out, yeah. you know, like, Ugh. and I'm helping, I'm sharing that with other people. I'm like, it seems so simple. Like be a human being, mm -hmm. like be a normal human. Like you and I are here talking right now. Like act like that like why is that so challenging to do for people i don't get it i think they're lazy it is it's laziness it's <laughs> lazier laziness. wanting that you know magic thing overnight like, success like, like oh yeah i just yep. put this in they, i bought 100%. the thing and, push yeah. button i'm gonna blast out as many messages as possible connection request and Oh, I remember when I, when I first got started, you know, you hear like, oh, you get 50,000 emails for $5. And you're like, oh my gosh, if only 10% convert, uh -huh. then I'd win. And you're like, right. no, it doesn't work Actually. like that. Actually. <laughs> Life in general does, does not, not work. work like, yeah. It sounds too good to be true. It is. It is. And it's it's a nice dream yes. and a good thought, but no, don't yep. do that. Well, that's that's awesome. That's that's definitely the answer I wanted. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, just stay away from automation. Stay away from Yeah, I totally you know? agree. That's fantastic. So in terms of say that daily post, you know, a lot of people yes. don't know what to post or they're yeah. afraid to post yeah. and they want to sound professional, but you know, they're scared. Uh -huh. uh, what do you recommend in that just to get rolling? Yeah, I have a really good trick for people and it's super simple and it's literally leave meaningful comments every single day. So try to leave five plus meaningful comments a day and then take those comments that you're leaving on people's posts and turn that into content. You don't even have to think about it, right? And so this is for people that aren't used to posting and they overthink it. They're like, I don't know what to post. It takes me forever, you know? And I'm like, if you start commenting consistently on industry leaders, even your prospects posts, you know, you're going to work up enough great content where you're like, bam, go to that document, paste it all in there every week. Okay, now I have content for, you know, easy, knows easy. how long. Yeah, it's so easy. And so that's trick number one that most people don't even think about mm -hmm. and not there's so many benefits of that because you're helping the people by commenting you're showcasing you know your stuff to that audience mm -hmm. you know by commenting because when you comment your whole audience sees it on linkedin right mm -hmm. and then their audience sees it so you're building up your you know brand affinity and authority at the same time and then you have content to you. so i'm a huge fan of engaging and leaving comments oh that's fantastic yeah, well, again, I think it just goes back to like, oh, it's gonna take so much time, uh -huh. and I'm too busy. Yeah. And you're like, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> and my other thing what is like, you, you can curate content too, though. So people overthink and they think that they have to have like their own amazing content all the time, which obviously I'm a huge fan of content marketing, but you can easily curate other people's content and throw your two cents in there, and it takes two seconds. Like, and you don't even have to like reshare it or repost it. You can literally like copy and paste like a quote from an article, Ooh. put the link in the comments for the full article and then put your two cents above that and why you liked it. Like there's a post that takes a minute to do. So people again, overthink this whole content marketing aspect. And that's why I love LinkedIn because again, people are generally nice and welcoming and like, who cares if it doesn't do as great as you did? It doesn't matter. Like what's it going to hurt? Okay. If it gets two likes and zero yeah. comments, 
okay, throw something else up. Like it doesn't like just keep doing it. You have to be consistent and trying things. And so I always tell people to like, you can curate other people's content. Like it's not hard. You can still build a, yourself as a thought leader and thought leadership by posting other people's content and yeah. just adding your two cents. Like you can do that. Like that's, there's not a rule against that. You know? No. I, well, I think people are like, Oh, I'm copying or it's cheating. <laughs> you know, yeah, people like it. Like I'm flattered when people oh, yeah. like, you know, re-share something or repost it of mine or oh. take a quote or whatever. Like people love that, you know? So again, I think it's just people are overthinking that. I mean, mm. I am a huge fan of posting unique content, but what I'm saying right now, the, the commenting Getting started. and to get started, yeah. it's so perfect. Leaving comments, repurposing those as content, and then just curating other people's content is a great way to get started. And then you're going to get your feet wet a little bit more and be more accustomed to, okay, this is how the process works. Now I'm going to start, you know, creating my own content. That's awesome. That's, that's so easy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so in the profile department, what would be just some quick tips on how people can improve their profile to look yes. professional or yes. get those conversions? Great question. That was my number one as I started off. And I was like, don't have a lame profile. You know, like, just don't be lame. Just make <laughs> optimize your profile, right? <laughs> so headline is everything. Like your headline's key because that's what people see. They see your headshot. Well, okay, your headshot's everything, but I feel like that's common, right? Like have a professional headshot yeah. for one and a cover photo. But your headline is what people see when you're leaving comments and engaging. They only see that first part of your headline. And so you don't want to waste that character space by saying founder and CEO. Like no one cares, really, you know, put that at the end. Like you could still put that, but say what you do first. So I have this formula that I shared today and it's basically like using the I help statement. You know, you see everyone and their mom using like, I help so-and-so too, so-and-so, you know, right. Take that concept and put it into your, you know, headline, but be a little bit more creative about it. Right. So mention a verb are you helping growing whatever your target market and then how you're doing that so like what exactly are you doing for your target market just call that out in your headline it's super simple right and i tell people you go to my profile look at an example but you use the mobile app Mm -hmm. to optimize your headline because it gives you more character space so you can sprinkle in more keywords and so my thing was like look for keyword keyword research so type things into the linkedin search bar kind of like google related searches Mm -hmm. it's going to spit out at the bottom these are the keywords that people are actually typing in related to your services. So use those and then just sprinkle them throughout your headline, throughout your profile, content, etc. But you want to make sure you're strategic about that because those first few words is the only thing people see unless they click on your profile. Hmm. So you have to be smart about that. So like mine, and I switch my headline all the time. Like I'm changing it, I don't know, once a month or something. And so, you know, demand gen and LinkedIn, you know, consultant, speaker, trainer, like I think was now, now it's like, LinkedIn consultants enterprise something you know like I switch it up just to test things out but I always have like LinkedIn in the beginning yeah. maybe demand gen and then maybe enterprise you know I'm like testing things out but it's crystal clear on what I do and who I'm targeting right? I literally say like enterprise sales and marketing teams on LinkedIn I mean you can just take bits and pieces of my headline and figure out what I do without even reading the whole thing right so that's key number one and the rest is just leverage everything LinkedIn gives you I mean so they give you the character space for your about section, like leverage it. Don't put two sentences. Like you need to spell out what you do and who you help. And it's not about you. It's not about making it a resume. Mm. It's about them and how you can help people. So that's, that's the problem fantastic. that I see a lot of people doing is, you, and I'm sure you've seen it too. You go in and it just looks like a resume. Yeah. It's like, I did this, I'm not this, gonna this, read this. this. Yeah, no one cares, <laughs> right? And so I'm like, tell people how you can help them. Like, how do you help people like them? They lay it on your profile. Like they want to be like, oh, she's speaking to me, you know? And so... Leverage that. Add the featured media so people can click through. Make sure you have recommendations. It's it's really like the home of your personal brand. So think of it as like a website. Like, would you throw up a website that looked that crappy? Like, no, no. you certainly wouldn't. So why are you treating your LinkedIn <laughs> Don't put profile your name that on way? That. Right? <laughs> except it's your name. Except, except for it is your name. <laughs> URL and all. Yes. <laughs>
So in terms of, say, the profile picture, yes, be professional, but uh -huh. what kind of schedule would you update that? Because sometimes you'll see it, somebody question. and you'll be like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. Really <laughs> or you don't look question. like that uh -huh. at all yeah a lot of people right it's so funny so when i met linkedin superstar shay robot in vegas randomly in july she was like you look exactly like your picture and i'm oh. like oh and she's like that's rare <laughs> <laughs> it is. she goes it's rare you look exactly like you do online i was like okay i'll take it as a compliment she's like you should because no one else does no. <laughs> i'm like noted okay good yeah. to know good branding right exactly is. so i would say like i don't know yearly yeah, just you know, keep it. Maybe every couple years, like tops. I say that. Yeah. Yeah. Consistent if, if you branding. haven't changed a lot, especially. Like, if you look the same that you did two to three years ago, you know, then that's fine. But if you look completely different, that's not fine. You need yeah. to change it up. Well, know? I always think in terms of just the consistent branding, where yeah. I'll recognize somebody if they use the same picture a lot, mm -hmm. even though it's kind of redundant, but I still recognize it. So that's yeah. a good brand. And that's a good point. Totally. And that's where like the professional headshots mm -hmm. come into play. Even if it's, you don't hire a professional, like it looks professional, right? Yeah. So you do use that similar headshot across all. And I do, that's what I do, right? So like mm -hmm. my Twitter bio, my LinkedIn bio, you know, my main headshot that people go when, you know, my do podcasts and stuff like that, it is like they get two options, right? Yeah. And so you make a good point there. It's like that consistency. Like you don't want to be throwing up, you know, a bunch of different headshots of you. Yeah, All like every every week, and you're different. like, I'm wearing a hat this time. <laughs> no, it's funny because it, just with that subject, I actually worked with a brand, and I did a photo shoot initially with them, and then I kept on wanting to do another photo shoot because it was like years later, and they kept on using the same photo shoot for like three years, mm -hmm. solid, never changed anything, <laughs> and it actually worked in terms of branding them because yeah. you could recognize their stuff okay immediately, and yep. it was just out of you know pure laziness That's that they did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy consistency. Exactly. <laughs> so in terms of the header photo, yes. what do you recommend there? So if you can, authority, right? So like mine is me on an awesome set at LinkedIn's headquarters oh, with like, looks like a professional movie set, right? The camera's everywhere and you can see the cameras and I'm speaking. And so it's like the authority piece. If you don't have that, then I say it has to brand it. Like if you're an entrepreneur in a small business or you don't have a photo or anything that can, yeah. you know, give that authority aspect that you're going for then just make it a professional branded cover photo mention you know like put your logo or whatever but i have something interesting to note on this so we're working with enterprises and one of our clients so we're, we do a thing called a linkedin team like profile makeover system for their team oh, and so we cool. come up with you know whole system for them and we give them content that they can pick and choose to put on their profile it's okay. really powerful because most sales reps and marketers don't have optimized profiles. They just yeah, don't. Like the SDRs whatever. are not going to have optimized LinkedIn profiles. Like why would they? That's not right. <laughs> they should, but <laughs> they, you know, they don't. So we put together this, this system for them to implement. And part of it is like we upload like cover photos branded from the company. Uh -huh. And I got some interesting feedback recently. And I was told that they got feedback from their clients. So this is in technology and they deal with enterprise uh, mm -hmm. companies as well. That the nature photos... Like oh. the landscape nature photos backgrounds, they actually prefer those better than the branded company backgrounds. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Did they perform better or how do you measure that? I think that's that? a really good question. So this was just feedback from their customers, oh, okay. I they, guess. They, just they heard offhandedly. Yeah, right? they, they were just like, we've heard this from our customers that when they're talking to a sales rep on LinkedIn, it gives them a better vibe and like feel i oh, guess okay. when like it relaxing it's a sunset yeah when it's okay. like a beautiful landscape versus the company's branded background true. and i was like okay i can see that so now what we do now because of this is we still give we still get the background from the company right we're like mm -hmm. give us five different 
branded cover photos that we can at least give the options and then we'll say in there you have the choice to use this or you can use a high res landscape photo as your cover photo if you prefer and these are for sales reps right so this is different i'm not this is different for entrepreneurs yeah. i think I don't think you should do that if you're an entrepreneur. I think you should put something else in there or with your brand, personally. Your well, and owner. I like your authority building. Yeah, no, know, it's, it's great. Like a speaker is on stage Exactly, yeah, it like makes that. sense, right? But for the SDRs, I guess it builds, I don't know, maybe a warmer, fuzzier feeling for these prospects <laughs> if they have a beautiful, serene mountains like, oh, instead of the- this person is relaxing. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we just got that feedback, which I thought was interesting, so. Oh yeah, it's, that's like behavioral Yes, that's you know, great, great feedback. Yeah. And I was like, good to know, okay. I am not going to complain with that. I'll give them that option. You Actually, know? that makes sense, though, because for me, you know, I, I did a lot of content marketing. So I was, the pieces that did well were never anything I predicted. Yeah, that always happens. Is that true? Okay. The most random. <laughs> yes. The most random. And then the ones you spend the most time yes, on. And never you're like, worked, this never is going to blow anything. up. And nah, yeah. <laughs> it falls like, flat. And you're like, this took me two seconds and it blew up. Yep, that's how it always so goes. So typical. Yeah, it, it always goes that way. Oh. Yes. Well, I was hoping you had the formula. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I, oh, I waste it's so, so much random. time. So random. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So in terms of your top posts, mm-hmm. what would what was that? Or what is it? Krispy Kreme vaccine. Was it the Krispy yes. Kreme vaccine? <laughs> it was a freaking Krispy Kreme post, man. Oh, oh man, people got heated. Was it heated. like conversion-wise? Like, did oh, that lead no, to that prospects? was just view. That just was view. Okay. However... Polls, yes. My yeah. top performing views and actual like leads to clients, polls. Polls. Through and through. Oh, so I okay. shared a screen today when I was speaking and I told people, I'm like, this is one of the most important slides you're going to see all day long. Take a picture. You can steal this from me. And it was very simple. So you make an industry related poll mm-hmm. and then you build a list of people that prospects really. Right. So I built a list of uh, tech CMOs mm-hmm. and I sent them the link to the poll and it was, it had something to do with links. It, this, this is what it was. Should companies invest in their employees' LinkedIn profiles and LinkedIn training, you know, and it did well. And I was like, this is a perfect Legion opportunity. So I went and built a list in Sales Navigator of Tech CMOs, First Circuit Connections, and I sent them a very simple message. It's simple, like, hey, Tim, hope things are going well. I was curious, you're, what did I say? I would love your one-click vote on this poll I just posted. And I I put the the URL. I would love your one-click vote on the poll I just posted. And then I think I left it off with, hope you're doing well. Maybe I said the end, not the beginning. Anyway, it's on my slides. It's like mm. super simple. It's very simple. Like, yeah. hey, Tim, how are things going? You know, I would love your one-click vote on this poll I just made. Link, hope you're doing well. Mandy. Oh, that's awesome. Like super simple. And I've landed so many clients that way because he was like, Tim is now a client. Actually, not. this is the slide I used. And he was like, hey, he's like, I would love to. Good timing. We're actually talking about investing in LinkedIn training now. <laughs> Boom. Oh, client. my gosh. You know, and so we've done this so for ourselves. Simple. It's so simple and for clients, but people don't think of that, but it's so simple. I think you just, you, you make it all complicated in your exactly. head. Like, oh, I got to figure everything out yeah. and it's going to be perfect. And it's not salesy when yeah. you do it that way because yes. most people are interested. That's, that's why polls work so well is people are generally intrigued mm-hmm. of what the answers are going to be. Like who, what, which one's going to win, well, you know? Also, I think it's like a vote of like, oh, you're somebody impressive because I, I need your help with this poll. Mm-hmm. You know, where mm-hmm. it's now I'm the authority. That's true. Oh my yeah. Gosh. I want your opinion on yes. this. Exactly. Like, I, exactly. I have opinions. Yes. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> right? That's, no, that's super. So that's like the the most Legion opportunities, like mm. direct Legion, I would say. But videos are what ultimately, like like Legion. Tim, for example, that I landed. He had been watching my videos on LinkedIn and following uh, me for a while. Right? So I already had this kind of built up trust with him yeah, and several like before, others uh, when I sent that. And so I'm telling you this, right? Is like the polls are great for Legion Direct, but it helps if people 
feel have like seen you before. Yeah, yeah, and that's where the videos I feel like are more powerful than anything you can do because again, I mean, people feel like you know how many times people are like, I feel like we're like best friends. I feel like I know you. So I don't even know these people. We're like, I watch all your videos. I feel like I know you. I feel like oh I know so much gosh. about you. You know, and it's great because then the conversation is so much more enjoyable and there's less friction and yes. it's so much easier to less sell them. Learn. You know. Because they know me and my personality and they know I provide value and they know I know my stuff. And that's all mainly from, not all video, but video helps build that like more connection, personal, yes. like personality wise, yes. right? But I share a ton of other valuable content that are not videos, right? Just text posts and images, et cetera, that help. But I would say video is like the greatest thing you can do for any brand building and like long-term business growth. Mm -hmm. Where like the polls are really great for quick non-salesy approach to like get in people's dms you know, it's you almost know? like the next step after yes, you've done all right. the work now it's yes let's convert totally that's awesome so in terms of just brands in general do you think brands or all brands should have like a singular spokesperson that's the face of the company mm -hmm. i'm so glad you mentioned that yeah not just one the more the more the merrier really but yeah you should have at least one face mm -hmm. of your company that is good on camera personable, charming, you know, it can't be just anyone, right? Yeah, so that's true. You, need to, you need to pick the right people for this, just saying. And it's not always the leader. It's not always the top dog. Yes. Either. It's not always the CEO, you know, like mm -hmm. you got to be strategic about this, but yes, 100%. Because, and, and the thing is, is like company uh, pages are so lame. Like if you go to a company yeah, LinkedIn page, it's like, Download our white paper. Oh, we have a webinar on Tuesday. I mean, it's boring, like snooze fest. And so that's why if you're leveraging the executives and the leaders within your company, you can humanize content mm. from them and then repurpose it for the company page, right? Or like we interview executives all the time. I do. And then we take clips. Like I hop off camera like you and I are here right now. And I ask them questions and it's just them on camera answering it. And then we take those clips and we make those into social media posts for their oh, profile. Cool. But then the company can use that too. And so it's humanizing the brand. And so it's leveraging the human beings within the organization, which hardly any companies are doing right now. If you go and look at the corporate LinkedIn pages, you won't see some of them are doing a good job. The bigger mm. ones are, but the majority are not, you know? Yeah. And so when you can leverage the amazing humans within your organization, the ones that are helping you grow, and get their feedback and boost them up as thought leaders in the industry, it's going to help everyone. Oh, and, yeah. and your employees are happy for it because they're loving it too because you're investing in them and their own personal brand. So it's a win-win for everyone. That's fantastic. Yeah, and you see that so much where you're like trying to learn something about the executive team and nobody has a, anything online. It nope. is so frustrating. Yeah, it's annoying. It and really they're the experts. They're the ones doing yes. this stuff. And instead, they probably assigned the intern. 100. You know <laughs> that's what happened. 20-year-old intern. Yep. Oh, you're now the you know, yep. running our social yes, media. Yes, you're not running our content. Oh, and you don't even know me. what the hell you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's just because they don't even work that process in, you know. And so a lot of this is just like mindset shifts with mm -hmm. these companies too, and these these executives. It's like you have to fit this in to your schedule. Like you have to make your team do these things that are needed. Even if you're working with an agency like us who helps produce the content, we still need you involved, mm -hmm. you know. And you have to prioritize that and. And companies are so, I mean, marketers as is, executives are running around with chickens like their heads cut up anyway. You know, they have, they're totally overloaded. Yes. Way too much stuff on their plates anyway. So the last thing that they want to do is spend their time creating thought <laughs> exactly. leadership content, right? <laughs> and so it's kind of like a mindset shift and like educating them on like, you, you have to do this. Like yes. if you want to dominate your industry and stand out and do things, do big things that other people in your industry aren't doing, you have to do this, period. So it's like, how bad do you want it? You want it bad enough? And that's why we only work... Like the companies know that they need to be doing it, right? They oh, just need help. Awesome. And so like, 
I'm not trying to work with companies that need convincing that they need to be doing this. Like, I want to work with companies that know they just have no clue how the heck to start. Yeah, you know, and they understand the value. One hundred percent. Yeah, and those are the people we want to work with. Oh, that's that's a excellent approach because yeah. as marketers, you're always trying to convince people like yes. this matters. Well, right. I, I came from fitness, so I always relate fitness with marketing because mm-hmm. it has some similar prospects totally. where it's consistency, planning, execution, yes. tracking. It's all the same with fitness, and it's the same trying to get people to do it yeah. because it's like nobody wants to do it. Right. And yes, it's work, but it'll pay off. You just have to keep but on doing it. But it's worth it. It's worth it. It's so worth it. You will live longer in fitness, right? and your company will succeed without having to spend a million dollars every month on marketing. Yep. Yeah. And that's so. that's the thing. That's why my thing was all about without using ads. Like you can get incredible results on LinkedIn without using ads. And the thing is, it's always going to be there. You're building a you're building your brand, personal brand and company brand, and it's a snowball effect. It's getting bigger and bigger. The moment you turn off LinkedIn ads, bam. Yeah, you're gone. Done. Like, okay, good luck. You know. Or, or LinkedIn changes an algorithm, exactly. and now you're ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That used to happen all the time. You know, ten years ago with SEO, where oh, Google God, would tweak something and it would just destroy companies. So no, and I'm not- an SEO nerd, and that's why that's one reason that <laughs> and I start. It. Yeah, that's one reason that we stopped providing SEO services. Uh, we do on page a lot of on page SEO, but we uh, don't do backlinks and ranking and stuff anymore. Yeah, it's, it's so much. Back work. in the day, like 2007, when I started, I started off in SEO. And oh, it was yeah. like the wild, wild west. You could black hat everything. It would be oh, fun. Just- you rank. It was the glorious days. I mean, you could rank for <laughs> anything, anything. You know. And uh, then, yeah, the more it started changing stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is too stressful. I got to get out of this. For me, you know, I was in web, website development, and so mm-hmm. everybody had that SEO question. I'm like, yep. yeah, we'll optimize for it, but we're going to worry about good content. Yeah. And then that'll work. Yep. Don't worry about the other crap. We're not going to trick the system. Right. It's not right. going to work. Just worry about being genuine, good information, exactly. and professional. Exactly. So. So in terms of people taking the next step with you, how can people, you know, use your services to get better at what they do? Yeah. So right now we are focused on on partnering with enterprise sales and marketing teams, but we work with agencies a lot with their clients, Mm. right? So agencies that have uh, clients that have high annual contract values in the B2B space and aren't leveraging LinkedIn, we partner up with them and uh, either white label or just direct partnership. You know, it's kind of hard white label now with what we do because I'm like the main trainer. We're doing a lot more training, like with strategy and stuff. We could do more white label, but now it's not really white label. So scratch that. That delete. (laughs) (laughs) So partnering with agencies, but yeah, LinkedIn is the best place, you know, to find me and connect. And then our our new LinkedIn brand is luminetics.io for people who want more information on, on LinkedIn services. But like I mentioned, we're pretty, you know, specific and narrow down now on like the types of companies. So they have to have big enough to have a sales team, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge sales team, but at least mm. typically five okay. sales reps is what we're working with here. And then a team of at least a couple marketers, okay. you know, minimum. That's and then, awesome. you know, we take them through the process, training, strategy, all of that, and make sure that all the ducks are in a row and everyone knows what they're doing. We do a lot of like revamping entire outreach sequences. So email and LinkedIn messaging oh, cool. okay. uh, to try to help SDRs to again, humanize the way they're talking to people and not just sending a bunch of bullet points of their products because no mm. one cares, you know? So, okay, so you, you actually know, just, massage the content. Exactly. Okay. So a lot of them are doing outreach sequences, right? And they mm. have these these drip mails that they're sending outbound-wise, and they're just, they fall flat, you know? Uh, they look like everyone else. So we do a lot of, like, how do we combine LinkedIn with your current, you know, email sequences? Uh, so we do a lot of that, too. I like that. Well, and that's just back to brand consistency exactly. and connects, yeah. which is fantastic. And the not boring thing. I really like that yes. point because, you know, as marketers, too, I mean, I constantly get boring with bored with my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
uh, I'm going to switch it up and you toss it out and you start over again. Totally. But, but yes. just not boring. That's, yep, that's, that's a good that's, message. That's key. Be human and don't be, be boring. Don't be boring. <laughs> and maybe pick your spokespeople well. Right. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, be strategic about oh, that. <laughs> I have stories with that where I'm just like trying to push somebody into a role and it's like, and it's, nope. They're not meant that for that, was... man. There's just some people that aren't meant for that, you know? You know, it's tricky though because I had one. I used to produce fitness DVDs. If okay. you can believe DVDs existed that's hilarious. at one point. Yes. <laughs> and I had this awesome trainer and she just killed it like everybody loved her like her pictures were fantastic like she had this big community that just loved her so i'm like hey let's you know come out to california we'll make a dvd and we'll kill it and she got in front of the camera and it was just like a different person took really? over and it was interesting terrible oh man <laughs> so bad <laughs> so one last point how could people vet that person for like you should be the spokesperson for that a is a really good question well one it helps if they've been on camera before <laughs> you know what i mean and are they willing to do it like that's the big thing too is like oh. don't force anyone to do it because if they don't want to do it it's gonna end up like crap yeah. so don't do it because that's bad for your brand it's not gonna make you guys look good so that's number one is like are they willing to do that and are they willing to put forth the time and effort you know because a lot of them aren't and they don't want to be the face. So like, do they want to be part of the face? You know, do yeah. they want to spend the extra, you know, 20 minutes a week working with our team? So much work. You know, and it's, <laughs> so it's not, but you know, it is like when they're loaded with everything else. So I, th I would say that's number one is like, are they willing to do it? You know? And mm. then two is like, how are they on camera? And if you don't know yet, then test that out before you put them in that role. Yes. Just like what you said, like, that's a perfect example. Like, you know, but like, like do a mock Dude, yeah something. test like, like hey we're gonna play today right. everybody get on camera exactly yeah. exactly and but, just see how it goes because you bring up a good point some people that you think might be amazing might be camera shy and they aren't amazing after all on camera and yeah. then the people that you might not think would be could be that's you know? so true like you never know yeah, so i, think it's I a different yeah i recommend like testing it out before you throw people mm. <laughs> to the wolves <laughs> well just in terms of that like you know, you have your target market, right? Mm -hmm. And you probably base some of your content at least on that mm -hmm. and the brand. But for the spokesperson, would you say the person you're going to put on all your LinkedIn videos, should they match the target market if you can? Or does it matter? Or I don't think it matters really as much. I think the content is what is key. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. As long as the content is, is key and like we're tweaking it to match their target market mm -hmm. you know or to and the talk spokesperson to them. isn't distracting maybe right exactly like, who is yeah. this person right <laughs> exactly <laughs> the hell is this <laughs> no that's awesome information and now i'm gonna go fix my linkedin yeah you better, you better better <laughs> no pressure no get everything pressure. fixed and then hire you to do it for me right i'm lazy no it's fantastic well thank you so much for coming on i think you know it sounds like you killed it with your your speech hey ryan dice here you know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day -day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time, we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics 
have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. So I'm excited to watch the video. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Mark. All right. Digital Marketer Podcast listeners, we are back. And this is a surprise segment, I guess. I don't know if Mark mentioned it before. But we are doing something new called the lightning round. And it's a, a really cool segment where we're just going to ask you a question and give us your best response in 60 seconds or less. Sound good? Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's do it. Here we go. So first one is what is your best or your favorite marketing book that you've read? Oh, geez. I mean, put me on the spot like this. Is there one that comes to mind that you <laughs> recommend often? Because a lot of people, a lot of our previous guests have actually not recommended marketing books. I think our last one, Rachel Peterson recommended The Art of War. <laughs> oh my gosh, is, that's hilarious. Which is, <laughs> is kind of funny, that's especially so funny. for her, right? So what, what book do you recommend on this? So I like most? business growth books, like Grant Cardone's, like 10X, right? Like the 10X rule. Like I love that. Totally. The old school ones, Art of Persuasion, you yeah. know, like yeah. Influence. Just the, I like those more than marketing books, right? I would say, yeah. right? And I think those ones you can read more than one, at least. 100%. I mean, the 10X rule, I can't tell you how many times I've read the 10X rule. Maybe yeah. whenever I feel like in a slump or, you know, exactly. unmoded, you know, exactly. it's like, okay, I need some grant in my life. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm more of those, those types. Great. What is the best piece of marketing advice you've received? Be human. <laughs> it's so simple. But with, with marketing, don't overthink it and just be human. Like, don't try to overcomplicate things or throw in fancy stuff that's not necessary. Like talk to people like you would here, like we are right now, human to human. And so that's really like, I'm all about humanizing brands and humanizing your marketing and leveraging the people within your organization. I was just talking, talking to Mark about how lame everyone, every company's LinkedIn content is. It's so boring. If you go to people's company page, the enterprise company page, especially, She's like, download my white paper, check out our webinar on Tuesday. Like, no one cares. Like, okay, some people care. But like sprinkle in humanized content, right? Like leverage the human beings within your organization and give people stuff that they actually want to consume. What app do you find yourself using the most? Well, come on. We're sitting here talking about LinkedIn. So obviously. All right. So what LinkedIn. besides LinkedIn, maybe? What Slack. App? Slack. And then Basecamp. It's all work. It's all boring work stuff. LinkedIn, Slack, Basecamp. <laughs> Getting things done. Gmail. <laughs> You're hearing a trend here. What brand is doing the best job with their digital marketing? Oh, man. That's a good one. I would say you guys, Digital Marketer, HubSpot. You know, I would say like the mark, the big marketing companies are, are doing a really good job. Also, like I think Cisco or what is the big one? They had like the best. I was just on. It was like a top LinkedIn company pages that were crushing it. And there was some really big. Now I'm. Now that I'm put on the spot, I can't remember who it was. But I, I do like HubSpots and how they're doing marketing. But I mean, that's their job. So I kind of expect that, right? Are there any influencers or celebrities you think are doing a good job with their social media? Yeah. So I'm just going to stick with LinkedIn here. I talked about these two individuals today, actually, in my presentation. Chris Walker, who is speaking tomorrow, actually at 1.30. 
He's amazing, Demangin. He posts the best content on LinkedIn, lots of videos. And then Shay Robottom is like the LinkedIn video queen. Love her. I know uh, ran into well, her. And I definitely don't know Shay. I ran we're into her. We're connected in on LinkedIn. Vegas. Okay. So, yeah, I totally uh, randomly saw her in July in Vegas. Oh, really? Her and Jonathan. And I was like, oh, hi. That's oh, my so gosh. It was so random. But That's I would great. say those two on LinkedIn specifically. Okay, last one here. Where do you find your inspiration for your products, ideas, businesses? Yeah, a lot of places. I would say social, just perusing what everyone else is doing, Twitter, LinkedIn primarily. And then I would say talking to people and just getting feedback, you know, and then meditating and having things come to me, I would say is key too. So like when I'm so into it, you know, and I'm like so close to it, I'll just meditate on like what I want, you know, inspiration or ideas on. Or I don't even really have to say that a lot of times. It just comes to me. Because I'm clearing out all the craziness that's going on, you know? So I would say that's probably number one is, is meditation and then the other, leveraging other people's what they're doing. And then that sparks ideas for me too. Mandy, yeah. this has been so wonderful and I appreciate your time and everything that you've done for the DM world and the DM universe. And we look forward to hearing you guys or seeing you guys on the next episode of the DM podcast. We'll see you next week. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.